Hello, and welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert, Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay, and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've come to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay. Hello, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, we have a special treat, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I have my very own business coach, Mr. Jim Palmer, who has agreed to be interviewed on this podcast. Now, Jim knows a ton about online marketing. He is the author of many books, most notably his latest book called The Side, The Ultimate Success Trigger. And if you're a struggling entrepreneur and you're not really sure where to take your business, or how to be motivated, uh, you need to pick up Jim's latest book, Decide, The Ultimate Success Trigger. You also need to join him at Dream Biz Academy in San Diego this May, where I will be speaking um, at Jim's awesome conference. Um, That is called Dream Biz Academy. But if you're just kind of not sure what to do in life, make sure you start listening to Mr. Jim Palmer. So with all of that being said, Jim, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. Lindsay, one of my favorite rock star entrepreneurs. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you. Did I miss anything in that intro that you wanted to cover? Yeah, that was that was the shortest intro I've ever had, but we'll roll with that because let's make this all about content. Fair enough. Fair enough. So um, as you know, we're on the Traffic and Leads podcast. Um, I thought I thought we could get a little bit of work done today while we're recording. So I'm I'm running some of these really cool new Facebook lead ads for a client of mine and he is a carpet cleaner. Um, typically when I'm running some Facebook ads, lead ads, they're, they're working really well. People totally latch on, give us quotes, give us names and phone numbers. This guy is turning out to be a little bit tricky. So I was hoping that I could bounce a few ideas off of you and you could tell me what you thought since you're a marketing guru. Well, that's a first. We're going to do a coaching call on yeah. a podcast. So yeah. I'm ready to go. Let's do, let's have some fun with this. All sure. right. So and by, I- the, by the way, I want to tell everybody that's listening to your show, and I'm sure it's a lot of people that you were the one that introduced me to these. Ty- I didn't even know. I mean, I know they're fairly new, but man, when I heard you talking about them, I got really, really excited. I've, I've been mentioning them to a lot of different people that they should be contacting you. So hopefully you're getting some uh, some more business from it. Awesome. Thank you, Jim. And just so the audience knows what a Facebook lead ad is, I will go ahead and explain that really quick. Back in the day on Facebook, you would run an ad and every time someone would click on an ad, they would be redirected to a landing page where maybe you put a video, some pain points and from that page they would have to fill out their name and their email and they would one click be on your list well facebook came out with facebook lead ads where now when they click on an ad they're they're going to stay within facebook and fill out a form on facebook but the cool thing is is facebook already knows your name and your phone number and whatever else you want to ask these people so it's already pre-populated so essentially for example my carpet cleaning client They see an ad, want to have clean carpets for the holidays. They click, their name is already filled out. They click, get quote, and all of a sudden, my wonderful client has your name and phone number. It works really well. I'm doing it for an insurance agent. I'm doing it for a fitness coach. It works out really well. Now, they just barely came out. 
Um, but all of the old ad stuff applies. And I know Jim has been doing ads for a really long time, which is why I wanted to bounce these ideas off with him. And I thought it would make a perfect case study. So right now, Jim, I am running a very generic, fa- uh, what, what you would probably call a yellow page ad where it's, Hey, right. we're XYZ company and you want to have clean carpets for the holidays. And I have a cute little baby on there in a Santa outfit on a beautiful white carpet. Now it's not generating the type of, of leads that I was hoping. Mm. Um, okay. and like most of my clients, you know, he's on a limited budget. Most small business owners are. So I want to make sure every single person that sees his ad wants to click it, even if they don't need clean carpet. So I was kind of thinking, and you tell me if this is so far crazy but we have something like (laughs) your carpet smell like your pets don't be embarrassed for the holidays and have some gal or some old lady coming over to your house like (laughs) your mother-in-law what do you think about something like that you know i think that's good but you know let's let's take a step backwards Lindsay. And, and so for the people who are new to this and again i've got all my knowledge on these ads from you so i mean there's the picture which is very important and you know the the next you know probably the most important part of any ad like this is the headline the one thing that i'm not a fan of for these type of ads is that the headline kind of appears below the picture very and true. nobody looks at an ad ad and reads from the bottom up. So, you know, at the top, at the top of the ad is, is typically the name of your Facebook fan page, right? Your business page. Right. And so, I mean, for, ah, for 12 years, ever since I discovered, not discovered, but I started learning about direct response marketing. I mean, the last thing in the world, which is as a headline is the name of your business, right? It's got to be benefit driven. It's got to be something that people are seeking and, and looking for. So that's number one. The other types of elements that are important for this type of marketing, especially online, is uh, some kind of a sense of urgency. Using scarcity could be another tactic. So there's limited. So what would be a, a scarcity for this? Well, first of all, you know, if people want their carpets clean before the holidays, you know, there's only so many days that that can be done. So the, the, the longer they put off the decision, the less chance they have of getting their carpets clean. The one thing I think, Lindsay, that may not work really well, and you, you you aptly called what I call a yellow page ad, is not many people want to put out money, especially you know during the holidays, for what would be considered uh, something that's not fun. I liken that to like you know once in a while, every couple of years, I got to go buy four tires for my car. I'm out 600, 800 bucks. My car doesn't ride any different that I notice, but you know, it's something you have to do. Carpet cleaning is a little bit in that genre, if you will. It's mm-hmm. not something you want to do. It's, you know, money's tight at the holidays, but doggone it. And that's a reason that I kind of like what you said. So instead of a generic ad, you want to go for a little bit of emotion. And who likes to open their door and have their mother-in-law walk in? Everybody has a great mother-in-law, but whatever. Maybe it's your, your <laughs> nosy not. aunt. Maybe it's your, no, yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's your, I'm not going to go there. Maybe it's your nosy aunt or a friend, but they always walk in and they'll say what's ever on their mind. Like, oh my God, have you, when's the last time you changed your litter box, you know, or, you know, you got the old stains there from when your, your kids spilled the grape juice or, or just muddy shoes or whatever. The holidays are a time when people are, are entertaining and having people in. And so clean carpet. So my point is, instead of just saying, hey, get your carpets clean, it's like, hey, don't let, you know, don't let uh, nosy Aunt Martha turn up her nose when you invite her in for, you know, for the holidays, something like that. I love that. Yeah, I'm going to try a different, a different things like that. But I think I think we're on to something. And then, like you said, images are really important. So 
as I've, I've, as I've told you on the Traffic and Leads podcast before, you always want to be testing. So even if you have, you know, you're going to want to try two or three or four different images to see uh, which images are getting the most click throughs. So now back to this what's re- scarcity Lindsay, what's thing. really important. Yeah. By the way, what's really important when you're testing is you don't want to be changing too many things. Now, you and I just suggested a bunch of changes, but ideally, if you've got an ad that's working, even if it's working a little bit, you make a change. You might want to change the image. You might want to change the headline or a little bit of the copy or something and then see how it performs. In other words, don't do a complete remake. So once you get an ad that starts working, you want to keep bettering that ad by making small changes to see which one's going to do the job. Yeah. And the reason, Jim, why you do that, that's excellent advice that we need to remind people of. The reason why you do that is because if you do a complete wipe and change the entire thing, you have no idea what to improve upon or what is being improved. Like it, you're just starting back from zero. So that's why you want to do very small changes. Not only that, you might start getting way worse results then better. Right. And, and as your budget permits, you want to test different types of ads. So, I mean, and you know, you could actually have, so let's say you got your yellow page ad, you got an ad ad for kind of scarcity, like time's running out. And then you got an ad that's more emotion based, like don't be embarrassed of your carpet. Those are three different types of ads. You could be running all three of those at the same time and and only making minor changes in whichever one in each category is getting some, some response. Yeah. And, and it's car, that's an excellent point. So he is a carpet cleaner. So he's only going to be servicing say a 12 or 13 mile radius around his main city And so back to the good old marketing days where you have to see someone's company name before you trust it, you know, 10, 12, 15 times, they could be seeing different variations of this ad and becoming more comfortable with it. And hopefully eventually they'll they'll click on it just because they feel more comfortable with it or because finally you have an ad that speaks to them. Right. Absolutely. Well, I know if anybody can, if anybody can get him a lot of results, it's going to be you. It is. So just one more comment on the scarcity call. Are you digging the whole space still available or do you like more like we can still fit you in? Do you have a preference? I like I would like we can fit you in. You know, one of the things that's it's kind of an emotion that people they don't want to be left out. So space mm-hmm. still available. You know, whenever I hear something like that, I say, okay, I'm, I'm sure if I called the day before Christmas, I can get somebody here. <laughs> Probably not. I mean, but you know what I mean? There's, so you want to have a phrase that actually is very close. Like it's a statement. It's not even a suggestion. Um, you know, it, when you're doing a, a campaign for a limited amount of time or you're selling a limited number of seats, for example, five seats left, then the next ad crosses that out, three seats left, and you start seeing the number go away. Or sometimes in online marketing, you see the countdown clock, something that signifies there is a there's a period or something's going to happen to cause the door to close and you will be left out. I mean, I actually use that in a, when I'm promoting my events is, you know, we're about to close the door and it's going to lock and you'll be left out using <laughs> oh, u- terminology. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but using language like that, I mean, your words need to paint a picture. And if people are reading them and taking them in, it needs to, they need to feel some kind of a, something's going to happen. And what's worse than feeling like everybody's inside getting some really good stuff and you're locked outside and, and no one's answering the door. And you're stuck with dirty carpets, right? <laughs> yeah, you're stuck with Aunt Martha. Yeah. One more question. What do you think about an ad? Like, so I haven't had, uh, I typically try to tilt on the whole positive side. So the whole, um, don't be embarrassed by Aunt Margaret, that has a bit of a negative tint to it, which is fine. We're going to, I'm going to totally try it. But what if we went something a bit more positive, like have a picturesque, 
you know, town and country gardens type of Christmas, like Martha Stewart style. Like you have to have clean carpets to have that perfect Christmas. What do you think? Well, here's the thing. And we already addressed this. You have to test both. You know, Lindsay, if if I was to make a statement like, hey, it's raining right now. The sky is gray. Somebody, even my neighbor could say, well, the sky is actually more of a light blue and it's only misting. And then somebody could say, you're both crazy. It's sunny. I mean, we're we're in this time where people have very extreme views on even the most simplistic of things. So you don't know. I mean, he, your, your carpet cleaner client, he could live in an area where there's, there's, there's a lot of people that just tend toward the negative. The glass is half empty type yeah, thing. So true. They, they might, they might respond more to, Oh crap, I don't want to have dirty carpets. And then there could be, a, there could be some clients who respond to, you know, I just want to have clean carpets. I got a newborn baby and you know, I, I don't want him crawling, him or her crawling around on dirty car. You don't know what, so you have to test it. But by the way, that's another reason I said you should test a couple at the same time because the same ad is not going to, it's not going to do well for a hundred percent of the people. People react to different, different stimuli. Yes. And now we know Jim doesn't want the Martha Stewart Christmas. He would rather not be embarrassed by his house. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm a Norman Rockwell fan. I am so old okay. school, <laughs> old small town Jim. I don't think Norman did any time in prison. So <laughs> that's probably better. Um, well, let's talk a little bit since it is the Traffic and Leads podcast. What is your top tip for generating leads online? You know, the the fact of the matter is there is so much business that can be done online. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you uh, two pieces of advice, Lindsay. One of them is kind of what I call the 10,000 foot view. So this is more uh, big picture. And, you know, you've heard me say this, you will earn infinitely more for who you are than what you do. So take, for example, somebody, um, you know, somebody who, who does uh, websites, right? There, there's probably, I don't know, 50, a hundred thousand. I don't know the number, but it's a boatload of people who can, who can do website. You need to be known for doing something, some piece of that business, some niche. You have to own that niche because it's all about getting the customer because then when you get a customer, you can turn it into a long-term client by selling them more and blah, 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 blah. So it's more about the branding and positioning, which is going to attract people. Now, once they get to your website, since we're talking mostly the online world, it's all about how do you get them to connect with you? In other words, how do you get them to put the, you know, their, their name and email in the box? And it used to be, get my newsletter and you'd flood your, I mean, that was 10 years ago. That doesn't work anymore. I, I believe you need to have what I describe as a potpourri of, of you know, rewards of um, some kind of uh, ethical bribe, so to speak. So it's a few different reports. It could be uh, different different types of uh, information. It could be a couple of written reports. There could be an MP3 audio. There might be a video. Uh, there might be a, um, a five-part audio course or video course. In other words, you have to push people over the edge for them to simply put their name and email in that opt-in box. So it, the other, now, so that's the reward part, but I, I think design-wise, you, you have to describe it. So you should show pictures of everything. You should have little bullets naming everything because people will uh, react differently. And very smart person I heard says you should put something at the top and also something <laughs> at the bottom of your website. Get them <laughs> to make simply. that one click, right, Jim? Right? That's right. That one click, Lindsay. That's what it's all about. That's fair. So so would you say most of your current client base, so you have your website all set up, you're ready to capture their email address are you driving people via social media or are you more of an SEO guy? How do you actually 
How do you, Jim Palmer, get people to your website? Are you running Facebook ads? I am. I, well, first of all, anytime I hear a question, that's kind of like an either or question. Oh. It is all of the above. You know this, Lindsay. I teach I something called the Million Dollar Platform. And what that means is I market, you know, with, with SEO, I market with paid traffic and whether it's Google or, or Bing or whatever, there's, there's uh, Facebook marketing. I have an app. Uh, I do videos. I do my own weekly podcast. Uh, I, I've written six books. I do speeches. Um, I mean, there's any number. I do interviews like this. There's any number of things that I do. And all of them, to some degree or another, some are more powerful than others. But every one of those different things, including social media, will bring me at least a prospect, which could turn into you know um, a potential client, which over time will, after you build some know, like, and trust, will could turn into a customer. But People, I mean, if you think about all the different ways people learn, even if you just picked books, I mean, it used to be just just uh, paperback books. Now there's Kindle books, you know, there's you know, e-books, there's print, uh, uh, there's audio books. Uh, you know, there's so many different ways. You can't just put out a book anymore. <laughs> you got to put all the different, you got to, people will learn in so many different ways. So you've got to do it all. I mean, and the people who are really growing in a significant way, those are people who, who recognize, yes, I have to do all this. I know it's hard, but that's why I'm successful. If you could, and maybe you are going to say, I'm not going to pick one because it's like picking my favorite child. But if you could pick <laughs> one of those things, what would you say have brought you the most leads, legit clients for your business? Uh, that's really easy. Video. Oh, bam. Video. Yeah. Video without a doubt has brought me more new business uh, than anything. Now, what's interesting about that, when I started video, it was in July of 2009. And uh, I had at least three or four friends who were in a similar space. And everybody started the weekly videos because that's when you could buy that little $99 flip cam, right? And um, cameras suddenly got super inexpensive. And hey, you could do your own videos. They, you could edit them real quick. You could pop them up on YouTube. And suddenly, you know, you're a video star. Well, out of all those people, I'm the only one. I'm not saying I'm the only one doing videos, but I'm the only one for for this now going on six years that still does a weekly video. Have never missed a week. How many videos is that? You know, it's an interesting question. I got to try and figure that out. One of the things, that, one of the reasons that it's hard for me to figure out is on my YouTube channel and on News That Are Guru TV, we post not only videos, but we post a podcast there also. So I can't just go look at the I number see. of uploads. <laughs> If, so if there's 52 weeks in a year, if I, I mean, it's at least 300 videos so far. Every single, every week I do a video and I've never missed. And, you know, people go, well, I don't know if I want to do a video and I'm not good at it. Well, get over that. Because here's the thing. People want to get a full measure of, of who you are. And they could read a book. They could read a special report. They could listen to your podcast where they can now hear your voice and some of your, you know, enthusiasm, voice inflection, tonality. But when they watch you on video and not just one video, but week after week after week, you know, they get to they get to feel comfortable with you. And it's also like if you've ever seen somebody uh, like a celebrity, maybe you've seen them on a TV show and you're walking through the airport or you spot them somewhere. It's kind of like, oh, my God, they're so-and-so. It's the same way with video to a, a lesser degree, unless you've really done a good job creating your own celebrity. But to a lesser degree, it's the same thing. So when you go to live events or seminars, people will see you and they feel like they know you, which is a really cool thing. Very true. Um, any tips for people getting started on video outside of uh, my my tip is always just do it like one. A video that's not professional is better than no video at all. Right. 
Like oh, put, absolutely. Put You've just got to start. Yeah. Well, the tip that I would give, and this is something that I don't do, but I started so many years ago and I built an audience, but because my videos are anywhere from seven to nine or sometimes 10 minutes or so. But if you're, if you're start, if I was to start today, I would do one to two minutes. That's it. And, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm kissing up to the host here, but you do an <laughs> awesome job. I mean, your, your one click Lindsay videos, they've never, I've never seen one more than two minutes. I don't believe, but you give a, you give a solid tip. There's some personality. You're shooting them out in different places in your backyard. I've seen you down by some river and mm-hmm. all these different places. I saw you in your kitchen the other day with your Thanksgiving meal. I mean, it's interesting. So Really, really powerful videos have two things, Lindsay. It has value, which is content, and it has entertainment. And that doesn't mean you're you're going to be juggling or doing different things, but it's moving the camera around different places. It's not just the old, you know, torso shot at your desk with your bookcase behind you, or you're standing in front of your logo, or, or you know, God forbid, I've seen people that open their laptop and they're standing, their laptops on their desk, and it's like you're looking up their nose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I mean, have a little bit of have a little bit of a be conscious about what the background is because people will check that out too. So just share some value, share a little bit of your personality and, um, and people will connect with you. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more that video is something and it's great. It's crazy that most small business owners just will not do it, even though it will produce the most leads, right? Absolutely. I mean, you've been doing a good job. I mean, you, you've really been doing it for about 90 days, I think, right? Is that about it? Or uh, um, My new improved video, since my business coach helped me tweak a few things. Yes. <laughs> you know, and somebody else that I helped, you know, you know, my daughter, Jessica from Interview Connections, she's been doing it well over a year, almost two years now. And she would say the same thing when she goes to live events, people feel like they know her. Mm-hmm. She includes her, her, her son, my grandson, Nathan, um, now her daughter, Lucy, she's got an office outside the home. I mean, she just does a really good job of sharing some tips. And it really, I mean, it truly is one of the best things you can do to grow your business. Very true. Um, okay, so I only have you for a few more minutes. This is something that I know all online marketers and people who are small businesses have issues with. And I know you're a pro at it. And that is mindset. So this whole online marketing thing it takes time and it takes a lot of patience. Jim, what's your best advice for getting through the times where you post 10 videos and you have a big fat zero on YouTube or views on Facebook? I'll give you the big picture. You got to hang in there. Every successful business, and I don't care if you're talking about a, a very small business or you're talking about Apple or General Electric, every business starts small. Every business starts out of somebody's garage, basically. But those businesses are built on powerful relationships, the relationships that they have with their customers. Hopefully, those customers become raving fans and tell more and more people. But Knowing that customers buy from people they know, like, and trust, that doesn't happen overnight, right? That's why online marketing is so powerful. So if somebody does go to your website and they opt in and they get some information, you start emailing them once in a while, you share some videos, just some stuff. Over time, people start to get to know you and, and trust you. And, you know, occasionally they might like you, I guess. But the point is when you then have something to offer, when the time is right, because we know buyers buy when, when they're ready to buy, not when you're necessarily putting out your next weekly video, then you're going to be the one that they think of. So it is a process. You know, too many entrepreneurs, Lindsay, I think, try and build a very successful business on a big splash with a just a 
a short compressed time period and try and sell a lot of stuff quickly. And, and you know what? You might have a, a nice payday that way, but the only way they're going to come back and buy off and, and, and tell their friends if it's a great experience and you continue to live, to deliver value. So for the people that, um, that say, well, I'm not getting any views or clicks or, I mean, if you're not getting any views, then we there's should probably, a problem. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that we, might have we been an exaggeration. <laughs> Yeah, let me let me rephrase that. If you're not getting likes or comments, which is something a lot of people or shares, a Fair lot of enough. people want that. It doesn't mean you're not having impact. So it's not necessarily about it's not about the views and the likes and the comments. It's about the impact. I know for a fact, and and just because I've one of the things I've done over the years is I've really become a great listener. My wife Stephanie might debate that a little bit. But as a business owner, I've become a phenomenal listener where I listen for things. I can pick up things. I hear phrases. I hear things. And when people say, oh, I saw you on your kayak or I saw you with Toby or my dog and this or Nathan, I love Nathan. And I and I'm, my first thing is, oh, cool. They're watching. Right. And then I'll think, well, I've never seen them comment. I've never seen them like. And I do check things like that out. I'm not obsessive about it, but I kind of like to know who's there. Right? right. But the point of the matter is people are busy. Isn't it enough that you put out some good information that might have a positive impact on somebody's life so that when they're ready to do business or need something you have, you're going to be the person they thought of. So stop obsessing about likes and shares and comments. It doesn't mean anything if you're putting out good stuff. Enough people are going to uh, want to react and connect with you. Love it. Um, all right, Jim. So how can people find you, connect with you, and see your awesome videos? Wow. So, you know, my home base is uh, getjimpalmer.com, www.getjimpalmer.com. You'll find my videos, my podcasts, my books, my blog is there. You'll find links to all my different programs. If you're interested in the uh, Dream Biz coaching and mastermind, which is what you're a member which of. Which you should be interested that. in. Yes. You should definitely do that. That's dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. All right. Well, Jim, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was super fun. My pleasure, Lindsay. Thanks. Have me back anytime. I sure will. All right, <laughs> folks, this is your latest episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Until next time, I'm One Click Lindsay from trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.